Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I want to just read you a tweet before we do anything else. And uh, the tweet is by our first guest, and he he tweeted, uh, read Budget 2022, 304 pages, not one section dedicated to agri-food, with famine or food inflation reaching record levels. Food and agriculture are in different places, but no focus. For Ottawa, our agri-food sector is simply an afterthought, and that is too bad. And our guest, and he's with us uh, from time to time, is Professor Sylvain Charlebois. He's the director of the Agri-Foods Analytics Laboratory at Dalhousie University, where he's also a professor. Well, uh, Sylvain, what do we make of this? Let's let's start with that that tweet. What did you expect in the budget, and when you didn't see anything that was dedicated and directed toward the agri-sector, knowing what the situation is internationally and nationally, as far as food supply is concerned, what does that say to you? Well, I think it's important to recognize that we're in the middle of a crisis here. Uh, and uh, I mean, many, many regions of the world will experience famine in, uh, in weeks to come, months to come. The World Food Program has made an announcement on Thursday that over 40 million people will suffer from acute starvation uh, over the next several months. Uh, Germany also uh, just uh, notified uh, uh, its consumers last week that prices uh, retail prices, food retail prices will go up by anywhere between 20 to 50 percent in weeks to come because Germany buys a lot of commodities from, from Ukraine. So, and this is Germany. Uh, it's a highly developed economy. So, yes, we are in Canada, uh, and yes, we do grow a lot of food, but all eyes are on Canada and North America right now to grow more food for the rest of the world. So, so there's that, and of course there's there's our food inflation situation in Canada, which is certainly uh, quite challenging for a lot of a lot of people out there. Uh, we're likely to reach eight uh, percent over the next uh, several weeks, and that's going to be tough for a lot of households. And so I was expecting something uh, in the budget that would actually, you know, tell us that the government is actually there to help uh, has. Uh, recognize the importance of food systems. It's looking at this issue from farm to store. It's looking at international issues. It's looking at making sure that uh, there are, there are no, there's enough production uh, for uh, for the rest of the world. I didn't see any of that. I was actually expecting a section dedicated to agri-food, but uh, it was none of it. Of course, there's there's food in different spots, but there's no there's no systemic vision. For, for, for example, they do talk in the budget about a national school uh, lunch initiative, which is a good idea, but where is the food going to come from? 
and there's no there's no there are no details and, and in order to provide details you need a vision you need a strategy so i was actually quite disappointed which is why i sent out that tweet yeah when i saw that and i know you a little bit uh, that really concerned me and and i'm stuck on what you said about two minutes ago and that is germany is alerting its citizens the, the cost of commodities, and that includes food, I would imagine. Goods going to go up between 20 and 50% in the next few yeah. weeks? In the yeah. next few weeks? This is a memo wow. that came from food retailers in Germany, alerting German uh, consumers. And like I said, this is not North uh, Eastern Africa. Uh, this, is, this is Germany, uh, where a lot of processed foods uh, are consumed. So you can see that really the the world is is facing some heavy challenging months uh, ahead of and that's due to what happened what's happening in Ukraine. Ukraine is is a huge producer of grains and they're they're out of it this year and of course Russia will produce a lot of grains but nobody's going to buy from them either. That's going to put a lot of pressure on North America including Canada. And so and we don't really have a vision here at least not federally. The provinces, prairie provinces, approach it, I'm sure, because that's part of their DNA. But if we don't have a national vision and we don't do something to really improve the lot of farmers, and you wrote uh, in a, in a La Presse uh, op-ed that there is an opportunity, there is an option for the federal government to help farmers, and that has to do with uh, with taxes and fertilizer. So can we just start, right. just start yeah. with that? What would you recommend? The, <laughs> I'm still stuck on that 20 to 50 percent, and I'm wondering what's going to happen to us. But what would you say to the federal government? What's the way that they can help farmers this year for this year's crops? Well, Roy, pick an input, and I can tell you the government can do something about it, uh, whether it's fuel, fertilizers. I mean, essentially, farmers are, are, are desperate for, for, for more cash flow, essentially. And farmers do pay a lot of taxes, and taxes will go to government. And so I was expecting some relief there to give a chance to our farmers to, you know, to get some some breathing room, desperately needed breathing room, so they can produce more. I mean, farmers will be, prices are pretty good this year, so I suspect that farmers will do the best they can to produce as much as they can. But at the end of the day, it's really about making sure that we increase our chances to do well because Mother Nature will always throw at us curveballs. We saw what happened last year. We saw major droughts in Canada, U.S., Russia, floods in Germany as well. Uh, so we don't know what's in store for this year. So we need all the help we can get. The other issue are logistics. Uh, I mean, we saw also how our logistical system is very fragile in Canada. And we need more investments in the budget. I believe the amount is 1.9 billion over five years, which for infrastructure is nothing really. Uh, and there's no vision for uh, a, a northeast corridor uh, that would lead us to Asia. Uh, there's no vision to connect us better with the Americans. And of course, there's also the north with Churchill. There's no vision for that either, which is unfortunate. There's, there was no mention of that. And, and by the way, Roy, I mean, if you look for food security in the budget, 304 pages, you can't find it. There's, not, there's no mention of anything like that. All right, you took my breath away, so bad. 
when you said 20 to 50 percent increase in commodity prices in Germany in the next few weeks. Now, what about this country? What happens? What happens here? And is there some validity to the concern that I raised that countries will be as protective of their food supplies as we heard there were going to be about vaccines two years ago? That's right. And just to, to be clear, uh, uh, in Germany, we're talking retail prices, 20 to 50 percent, not commodity prices, retail prices. So the price consumers are actually paying. So, yes, absolutely. When, when we're looking at a scenario that we're looking at right now globally, obviously the first worry that we have to to face is, is, is protectionism. People, companies are well, countries may actually decide to hoard or to keep uh, some of their food for themselves, and which is absolutely natural. And I suspect that Canada may do some of that because inflation is already an issue. But going back to the budget, uh, Roy, honestly, I, I think everyone is fully aware of Ottawa's commitment towards environment and climate change. And, and, and I think like for agriculture, the budget will make our agriculture greener, which is, there's nothing wrong with that. However, right now, in 2022, we, needed a, we need a more efficient agriculture. We need a more efficient agri-food sector. Uh, and there was no provisions for, for processing either, and there's, no, there's nothing to address interprovincial barriers either. So all of these things are really just not making our agri-food sector more efficient. And this is exactly what we need, not only as a country, but the world as well. And we do know how difficult it is to move uh, from province to province, goods from province to province, because our interprovincial trade reality is is bizarre. It's chaotic. Absolutely. So we we have signed some, some great... Uh, trade deals with different regions of the world, Asia, Europe, and, and most certainly with, with North America. But trading within the country to share the wealth, I mean, the, if, if there is one way, we talk about the equalization payment program, uh, but if there is one way to share the wealth uh, amongst provinces, would be to get rid of these interprovincial barriers. And unfortunately, there, there's a lot of protectionism within our own country, let alone outside our country. But I do believe, Roy, that the situation we're facing right now globally is going to get countries to consider protection a little bit more seriously, unfortunately. What should Canadian consumers expect? Is there any way to project what we'll be looking at as far as, A, food security is concerned, and then also the cost of food? How quickly Do we know how quickly or do we suspect how quickly it may spiral? Well, so the, the Ukrainian effect uh, is starting already. It's impacting some parts of the grocery store already, uh, especially grain-based products like bread, for example. You may have noticed that bread prices have started to go up. Uh, different products as well at the center of the store, uh, they're, they're a little pricier now, and that's going to continue for a while. I don't think access is going to be a problem in Canada. We will continue to, to show up at the grocery store. Uh, and there'll be food waiting for us. But in, in a grand scheme of things, uh, Roy, I must say, Canadians should feel lucky to at least have a shot at buying something, anything at the grocery store, because in other parts of the world, it's, they, they, a lot of people won't have that luxury. 
So yes, food prices are going to go up. We're talking starvation in some parts of the world, yes? Eight to ten million people will experience famine over the next several months. And uh, on Thursday, the World Food Program did notify uh, countries that uh, were likely to see 47 to 49 million people experience uh, acute starvation. So that's really, that's just under famine. So this is not pretty. Uh, In my lifetime, I don't think I've I've seen something like this. And and I think Canadians should be concerned about what Ottawa intends to do. Again, a green economy, great. I'm not sure it's the right time now. Well, they seem to be uh, sort of focused on one aspect of their mission, their own perceived mission. And they don't seem to understand or accept that there are other issues, and in this case, crises that need leadership. Let me just ask you this one question that comes sort of out of, not really out of left field, because it is important, but farmers have been, and there's concern around the world now because of the situation in Ukraine, um, the availability of fertilizer, Sylvain, big issue. Absolutely. Canada has a system that actually makes fertilizer prices higher. Uh, through Campotex. There is collusion going on in Canada between Mosaic and Neutrina, and we need to talk about this. I know that the Saskatchewan government benefits greatly financially from, from this setup with Campotex, but I think we need to have a, a, a harder, a more, a more difficult conversation around how Canada can actually make fertilizers more affordable around the world. Uh, I'm we don't have time to go into the details, but Canada is responsible, partially responsible for higher fertilizer prices around the world uh, through this uh, this system called Campotex. And and I think there's we need to have a conversation about that. The other thing that really uh, bothers me, Roy, is is the budget itself is trying to make our culture greener. But if you talk to any farmer out there. I mean, farmers are the best environmental stewards we have in the entire country. I mean, they actually make a living by taking care of our environment. And the budget kind of sends the message to farmers saying, you know what, you're not good enough as environmental stewards. We're going to help you. We're going to throw you money. We're going to throw money at you so you can be better at it. But in terms of efficiency, in terms of growing more, well, we'll just wait a while. That's kind of the message we got on Thursday. That's the message that farmers got on Thursday. Yeah. In uh, 20 seconds, how, I have to ask you this question. I have 20 seconds. How much m- more expensive do you expect food to get in this country? So we're at 7.4% right now. Uh, I would say that, uh, so in America, the United States, where I am right now, uh, we're at 8.6%. And historically, We've all always caught up to the Americans. So don't be shocked if the Business Canada over the next several months will tell you that food prices are going up by as much as 9%. That's probably where we're going right now. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.